Hi everyone, it's Liu in Boston. It's Lila in Shanghai, and this is the Gentle Project. The Gentle Project is a podcast series to share and define new possibles in new normal. We want to find inspirations from ordinary people's extraordinary stories that empower us to grow during this pandemic. On each episode of the Gentle Project, we'll be having a candid conversation with our guests on gentleness, healthiness, and creative resilience. Subscribe to us on iTunes or whenever you got your podcast. Looking forward to connecting with you along this gentle journey. I think my mental stability is a huge challenge. You can't go out without checking whether the place is open, the place is safe. This time of the lockdown, like, doesn't feel the same as an artist that you'll be alone in your own studio. Think back, I really appreciate that time that we just can't really work on anything. So we were so focused, and every day we would just go into studio, paint for the next interview. It kept us going. Hi everyone, greetings from Lou in Boston, and this is the Gentle Project. When COVID-19 broke out this spring, New York, the concrete jungle where dreams are made of, was terribly hit. Museums, theaters, public libraries, and concert venues—all these public places were shut down. The city, which we often see as the never-sleep melting pot, was suddenly silent. What happened to people during lockdown? How did they survive the isolation and support each other? What reflection regarding human interactions and relationships during this special time? With all these questions today, I'm talking to the New York City-based artist Lu Zhang. Such a coincidence! Liu and I are sharing many similarities. We have the same names. We were born in the same old city in China, named Xi'an. After graduating from Pratt Institute in Brooklyn with a dual master's degree in fine arts and art history, Liu has been touching many interdisciplinary fields. She is particularly good at incorporating ceramics, fun objects, movie images, and sound into various forms of installations, and blending literature, pop culture. Film and music into her artworks. During the pandemic this year, as an artist, she and her two collaborators Herb and Tricia created a special painting club called Pila. By doing all the creative paintings, she reached deeply into human relationships and mental adjustments through her own practice. Now, please go with me to share the stories from Blue. Lou, I want to touch a little bit about what is the biggest changes for you so far in the past few months during this pandemic. I think my mental stability is a huge challenge. I think I was talking to my partner before, like we just like realize how you know, as an artist, that we're really used to being alone and work on projects for a long time, spending you know、right. enormous amount of time on something that you don't really see progress. This time of the lockdown, like, doesn't feel the same of you know, as an artist, that you'll be alone in your own studio, and you know, your awareness of the freedom that you can travel now, you can make plans.、Mm. 
means you can go out without checking whether the place is open, the place is safe, and like doing all those protections of yourself. Mentally, there's something there, even though it seems like you stayed home or stayed alone by yourself the whole time. So I think the mental challenge over the past like half year mm. is a it's a huge thing, new thing for me. Doesn't mean you feel like you lose part of your freedom because of the lockdown days. Yeah, first is the accessibility of the material. Like、mm. in the beginning, you know, I go into ceramic studio regularly, and the ceramic studio is a public space. So you share clay, share kiln, share glazes. During the pandemic, it shut down. So one part of my practice I can't continue. I see. And yeah,、mm. so that's one thing. And then another project that I'm fully involved is interactions, and I had a video project that's going to interview people. I live in a neighborhood in Flushing, where I am staying right now. Since the pandemic, I couldn't continue this project. I'm scared of seeing another human being and like getting too close to them, and I can't go into their houses or work environment to interview them. So that's kind of got to put away. Since the pandemic start, so I had all the project I planned to do in the beginning of the year, and then all of a sudden it just there was like a blank moment of、uh, creativity to me in the beginning of the pandemic. It feels like someone took my hands or legs, and I'm just like floating there, don't know what to do. As an artist, so what was the solution? So how did you figure out any special ways and for you to you know to deal with such kind of difficult situation in the past few months?、Mm, it's challenging for everyone in the beginning. I didn't really think I had a solution at that time. New York shut down in the mid mid of、uh, March, and so early March I was、mm. still going to work. So I was telling my Coworkers, that you know, it's very serious and like everything must happening, and everyone seems like normal. So I got scared at that time in the beginning. Suddenly, everything shut down. Late March to May, oh, I can't do anything. I was very almost like a depressed. I knew everybody was depressed at the time, but、mm. then somehow I have like a another studio separate from the ceramic studio. It's a small unit I share with only three other people.、Mm. Me and my partner were able to still going into that studio, and、mm. at that time there was a friend, Trisha Baga. She's also、uh, sharing the studio. We're all three sitting together. It's almost like a mental support to each other. We just can't work on our own project. Instead, we worked on some project outside of our own project together. So, which we formed a team called P Loop, and it referred to Painting Club. So then we start painting together. P loop. So how do you spell that P loop? P underscore L U B. P loop.、Oh. So it's a painting club and 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 short. Okay. P loop. Yeah. What does this P loop do during that two and a half months that when you lock down to that studios? So early in a time where I was very frustrated because I have no access to materials. So I was just wonder, you know, if I'm like this situation, what about other artists? You know, some artists work metal work. 
glass work, they need studio access. And those studios are heavy duty and you can have your own. So it's often a shared studio. And some studio buildings are bigger. In Brooklyn, there's like a factories, uh, factory warehouses, a lot of rooms in those buildings. And because of the lockdown, uh, those buildings are completely closed. So for a lot of artists that share studio in those situations, they cannot even go in. All different kinds of problems, like the subway, nobody were taking it. Everything was just inconvenient in making art. So I was just wondering, you know, if my situation is like this, what about my other artist friends that what they do? Because of thinking about that and we were like, oh, why can't we just have like a conversation with them? So the beginning of painting together actually started by live interview uh, of mm. them on Instagram. And in the beginning, we were just thinking we'll just go on live and talk to them about their project and their mental, you know, stage. This thinking is very simple. Didn't really, you know, we didn't plan. We just wanted to check in with friends. So mm -hmm. it started fast. And in that way, we kind of support each other and they know that we're thinking of them. We also know, you know, what they're going through. Because it's a digital platform, like an interview on Instagram Live. And my partner was just saying, I wanted to make a poster for each interview, handmade poster. So because of that, we started painting. Uh, he's painting by himself in the beginning. It was a very slow process. He spent two whole days to paint one poster. Two other members of Pilu just uh, jumped into this team and started painting together. And that's how I think everything started. Think back, I really appreciate that time that we just can't really work on anything. So we were so focused and every day we would just go into studio paint for the next interview. And because there was a deadline for us, it kind of feels like, oh, we have to finish this by that time. It kept us going. So this poster is the basic thing that you create when you guys work together in the studios. What is the subject or what is poster about? It's actually funny because we um, would go to the friends' Instagram mm -hmm. and uh, we look through their photos. And in the beginning, we just select images that attract us and mostly are either their pets or their family portraits in the old time and their childhood. So in a way, we're studying them or uh, trying to understand them more through, you know, looking through their Instagram photos. We select uh, images together or separate, but then we printed them put it on the wall and without planning without communicating with three just like look at those images we selected and then picks the subject or object that we wanted to paint and then start painting if i'm more familiar with this friend i will start the painting mm -hmm. like based on that take turns it's almost like a spontaneous uh, process meaning like for example even though i choose to paint one of the animal on the painting i sometimes maybe just in to lay out the uh the animal like the cat first and without putting the color in and then the next person went in and they were like oh that cat needs some purple like just oh. will drop some purple over there 
it's not like I went in one round to finish all my part. It's more like we might be going into three rounds and four rounds. And some people has more desire would go into five and six rounds to uh, continue painting. So it's always like we paint based on desire. Like if I have a desire to change or add colors or, you know, put into a subject in a painting that I would go in. And if other people feel like I'm very satisfied and they would say, don't touch that part. Which part interests you the most? Because I see it as a group project, three of you to finish the one piece of art all together. And then you don't talk to each other and then you just go there and then you do your own part. Finally, make up into the whole project. Mm, I think it's the most interesting part is the, you know, understanding of the collaboration. What does it mean to, to collaborate with someone on a painting? My partner used to be... Uh, he used to study oil painting in oh. grad yeah, in grad school. He was really easy to get into this obsession of uh, certain things and he can stop himself. And painting together, you know, like if uh, his obsession, for example, was like, I need to paint this line very straight and very clean compared to um, my partner, me and Trisha are more like a freer in terms of brushstrokes. So he can control us, even though he's obsessed with straight line. And I would go in with like a wavy line or crazy color over his straight line. So he can control that part. And then he would learn to accept and work with it. Yeah, you never try these such kind of things before, right? Yeah, painting is really new to me. I've always like not the confidence when in front of them too. I was like, I have no, I have a different sense of color. So that's why I pay more attention on composition because I think that relate to photo and relate to more of my comfort visual parts. It sounds to me it's like you create something very surreal, even though sources, all the materials connected to create this project, they are real. Yeah. Everything was real and either, you know, art projects that they did or uh, family portraits that we we just saw just like purely visually attractive to me. I felt like we were trying to tell a story of the artist through the poster paintings that we make. Uh, based on our understanding or, or sometimes guessing or sometimes we would imagine what they will be drawn to. So it's like a mix of narratives that uh, combine together. What do you want to achieve by doing such artwork together? Mm, I think it was the a special project that happened into in during the special time to us. I think the special thing to us were like we were together during the quarantine and we felt together with other friends during the quarantine by doing the project. Can I say you use your special artist way to find a path to reconnect with each other and also reconnect with your other artist friends during this pandemic there is like a subtle difference because connecting feels uh you're the one taking the lead to build the connection we have no choice but then this is the thing we made and to try to hold on each other's hands so we kind of just stayed together rather than we try to connect mm. the situation forced yourself figure out a way to go through this lockdown days and then to hold each other's hands again. But mm -hmm. it turns out a creative 
artwork was created by doing such kind of P-loop things in your studio, right? Yeah, wait, you know, like, it's like really interesting in terms of outreach because we didn't tell anyone. We were just doing it. Except us and our friends' audience on Instagram would see the interview. So we basically just made it for each other and for each other's audience, like a friend's. Surprisingly, I think it was uh, around May or June, um, the New York Times um, writer, Julia, actually reached out to us. And throughout the whole time, we actually had a lot of friends uh, commenting our interview and saying like it's so great to hear some some of uh, you talking about different things and doing things at home and they just put us on as like a podcast and we got like a regular followers people actually care and then was it happened in a time almost like a support for everybody right yeah right how many paintings how many posters you created totally for the interview, we call it a virtual studio visit loop. And it was also very funny, this name, <laughs> because it could be just virtual studio visit. But then I just added loop in it because I was like, oh, you know, because we're visiting our friend, other people can also visiting their friend. Uh, some uh, friends saw us doing the project and they also started interviewing their friends. Then we see different artists that we don't know started uh, doing this project and we really like enjoyed it. In terms of the painting, we made for the virtual studio visit loop i think it's over 30 we didn't count exactly mm. but throughout the whole time other than painting the poster we some were here and there paint some paintings together but not for the virtual studio visit loop 30. paintings. Oh, wow mm -hmm. I, I mean two and a half months i'm painted totally like 30 posters that's quite a, a large amount of project you've done I think in the beginning, we were too ambitious. We did a three virtual studio visit loop in one week. So meaning one day or two days, we need to finish a painting. And later mm. on, we reduced to two studio visits, two paintings a week. And then mm. uh, gradually, we reduced to one painting one week. Right. Okay. Is there any poster paintings your most favorite one? I like them all and they're all <laughs> different. And some are some some of them I had more struggle mm. with and some of them I had less struggle. I remember there was one that we painted on foams. It was Trisha's idea that we wanted to paint the principle of economics. And but we have uh, Sister Wendy. It's like a the our historian, like a book cover combination of a principle of economics textbook and Sister Wendy's uh, painting history book into this one a huge object for artist Amy Yao, and it was painted on foam. So to me, it's almost like a sculpture that we made, and I really enjoyed that one. What is the any you know you collect any feedback from the from your artist friend that you interview and you you collect the poster from? What does they say about the jobs you've done? <laughs> I don't know. It was not intentional, but it touched on something very deep for certain artists because a lot right. of them when we paint their parents, some of them already passed away, or you know we paint a painting of uh, Nancy Blalakau. Right. 
painting that we selected, her uncle, auntie, and、uh, brothers of、uh, Nancy's husband, they passed away earlier. But、oh, Nancy was、I、telling、see. us the story of you know how important the auntie at the family was the joint person to bring everybody together. Then we highlighted her auntie without knowing this. So your art poster project actually turned out to be an emotional family bond for Nancy、mm-hmm. to memorize. These family stories by looking at the、yeah. project you've done. Wow! And a lot of cases were like that. They the artist would come back tell us, you know, this was happened and it's in your painting and it's almost like a spiritual communicating. It's very emotional and very personal. Yeah, and you know because、um, I think we're all sort of emotionally related to the people that we're interviewing. A lot of them were Asian American artists, and there are. Other、uh, artists as well, but、um, I think because families are a huge part of the Asian American family, so that's、um, how we kind of just naturally select those images. As an artist, Liu, you've done a lot of this. So it's two and a half months, over thirty poster painting. Do you still doing this now?、Mm, it's a very good question because,、um, you know, at that time we have the urge to do it because it was so isolated feeling. There's no art shows, no. Events, no any news that you can hear from your friends. Everyone just suddenly disappeared. You know, once、um, it's into two to three months,、uh, different、mm-hmm. institutions and organizations started、uh, doing also like studio visit or lectures or artist talk. So then. I had, you know, just had a question whether we should continue. The audience are very different. Like our audience were our friends, and it's important because not all artists would invite it to, you know, those institution work organization platform to present. So it still have like the importance for us to know what our friends were doing when the city started come back. Like the first. Phase second phase. When I get to the third phase,、uh, I went back to work, and、um, three of us got really busy on our own project, and then we kind of slowed down. And、mm-hmm. for the virtual studio visit part, we stopped, but for the pilu part, we still, you know, here and there painted together, but、mm-hmm. it wasn't、uh, as intense at the beginning. But、mm-hmm. for sure, we wanted to continue, you know, painting together. What is your reflection about human interaction, relationship, or you know, self mentally adjustment during this lockdown by doing all the creative jobs that you've done the past few months?、Mm, it, this is a really、um, a big question. After the whole pandemic happened, would you go to like unknown space to meet a stranger? That would be a huge question mark. I'm still processing, you know, how and what each other's interaction would change. After the pandemic, like how safe would you able to be open to a stranger that in front of you right now? Well, I'm looking forward to hear any <laughs> of your future progress about your learn and observation. If I could give you an opportunity to go through 2020 one more time, what would you want to change throughout the whole time? 
there are moments that's very happy. There will be moments that's very like a suffering, painful, and it's all part of the progress. To me, I realized、uh, my life、uh, at certain points suddenly stopped, and it makes me realize before I was like a like I can never rest. I just constantly going, going. This year is like. It's like I can't do anything. I just have to like sit still. So I just realized, you know, a lot of things weren't that important、mm-hmm. as before. That I thought it was so important, I had to do it. After this year, I realized, oh, I can actually, you know, take my time to do things. Like I shouldn't rush for certain things. I should give some time for myself to reflect a lot of things. Just. Take my time. If I can't do it, don't force it. So I think that's a huge thing for myself to be able to, you know, sit and look at myself. <laughs> Very interesting talk. Thank you so much for sharing this, Lou. Yeah, thank you for having me, Lou. Thanks for listening. To see the images of Lu Zhang's artworks and read the show notes, click the link in the details of this episode on your podcast app, or go to thegentleproject.com. Subscribe to the Gentle Project on Apple Podcast or whenever you got your podcast. And if you could, please do us a favor and leave us a review. It really does help a lot. We also love it if you reach out to us on Instagram. You can find us at the Gentle Project. Alright, folks. See you next time. Thank、you